Welcome to the Life Next Level podcast, a short and informative podcast in which we'll discuss topics to help you with personal growth, mindset, motivation, productivity, inspiration, and even a good dose of health and nutrition. Sometimes a few of my awesome friends will join me to discuss a topic. Others, it may just be a couple of us, and yet others, it may just be me and you going through some of my articles and blog posts because, let's face it, friends are only friends until they have a happy hour that's more important than podcast night. No matter the format, each episode is designed for you to take just 10 to 15 minutes out of your day to live your life next level. I know, cheesy, right? Hey, y'all. Welcome to another Life Next Level podcast. I'm here with your co-host, Ethan Gutsman. Is that how you yep. say that? Gutsman? I always yeah, I, 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 yeah, I guess depending on the flavor of the day. So <laughs> I always feel like I say Gutsman, but then when I hear you say it, it's a lot less exaggerated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got to whip it out like a different weapon every time, you know. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. Well, Ethan, today is your topic, man. So how about introduce it and let's get rolling. Yeah. Uh, well, so the topic is uh, tenant and personal training. Um, it's called the said principle and basically I'm a, a little background. Did we give them our background actually? So sorry to interrupt. No, that's cool. That's cool. I don't, I don't think that we did. That would definitely, uh, make it make a little more sense while we're talking about it, but yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> well, interestingly, and I'll try to do this quickly cause I could go along for a long time actually. Um, but Ethan and I met going to school for personal training, um, NASM, we're both NASM certified and we actually started a small personal training business. Um, which was eventually going to lead to something along these lines as well. We were going to kind of combine the two because we saw a lot of relationship between personal training and mental health and, and all that stuff. So in a roundabout way, it, give it a couple of years and it's kind of happening, which is really cool. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, it's very exciting, really cool to be doing it. But so that's how we met. So that's why you, you might hear us uh, engage in some personal training lingo and link some of it back and forth. So anyway, with, the, with that background, go ahead, Ethan. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so the said principle, uh, stands for specific adaptation to impose demand. Um, and honestly, like whatever, you know, kind of sounds like a boring, (laughs) you know, say that that in layman's terms a little bit. Yeah. So, so really it just means, um, uh, changing oneself to whatever degree that, um, their environment or lifestyle dictates. So, um, so you know, basically, external components, right? Or external factors potentially. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, paying attention to how you know growth and change comes from a stimulus that is you know indicating that growth or change to happen, and that's how it works with the body. I think that's how it works with the mind too in scenarios, you know? And so um, that's why it's interesting is because it's just about tailoring, you know, uh, the, and this is like the important part too, like the specific adaptation to whatever the imposed demand is. It's like, it's about tailoring that stimulus, whatever you implement. And that stimulus is like a weight that you're moving or how you're moving your body. Or maybe that stimulus is, you know, learning a language, whatever stimulus you're taking in specifically choosing that, um, based off of whatever the demand is. And so the demand in the language scenario would be just wanting to learn a language. So the stimulus is learning it and the demand is wanting to know it. And so the, the thing about it though, is like how it ultimately represents just 
incremental progression, like not necessarily like flying to the next level, but just like step by step, you know, specifically tailoring whatever that thing is that you're doing to, to fit just so that you do a little more or do it just a little more proficiently each time. And as long as you do that, then, you know, like growth is going to hit the, the, the scale is going in the direction of growth. And so, but yeah, really simply, I love it so much because it's basically about, it's quantifying the idea of little adaptations that you can make so that you can meet whatever demand you would like to impose. So it's, it's, I, I love this topic. You brought up this topic and it, it, it rings so true with me, but in different words, because as you know, I've been the past few years, while you're still have been studying heavily in personal training. And of course we both learned the, the, the said principle, but um, I have been studying mental uh, health and, and, and mental growth or personal growth in, in, in a lot, a lot at that same time. And it reminds me a lot of, well, actually this was something we learned in, in school too, was the, um, was the uh, smart goals, right? S-M-A-R-T, which, which is like taking little steps to make it to your end goal yeah. um, instead of trying to take a big leap. And a lot of people fail because they try to take too big of a leap. They don't have the right, the right goals set. And then they, and then they quit. Yeah. Um, so, so that's, that's referencing the end of what you were saying, but at the beginning of what you were saying, reminds me a lot of the set principle reminds me a lot of, um, your, your growth zone and your comfort zone and, and everyone who stays in their comfort zone stays in there. Cause well, I mean, it's right in the title. It's, it's comfortable. <laughs> it's so easy to stay there and, and, and to not try for anything that's unsafe or quote unquote unsafe that, that you're, that you mentally deem unsafe because you know, you could fail or look like an idiot. So you think, um, but but when in reality, taking steps into your growth zone is is what you should always be doing to get to where you want to be. And that is with with personal training. You know, if you want to become a bodybuilder, or you want to become Arnold Schwarzenegger or you want to just be muscular or have a six pack. You have to take the steps to get there. And, and you're out of your you're kind of in a growth zone uh, physically and you have to do the same mentally um, if, if you want to do if you want to do personal growth. You know, right. Yeah. Well, and it's really cool too with the with the smart thing and just in general, you know, um, the the let's let's see, there's something. So, like, what I think is really cool is that you have to identify what you want, what the demand is, you know. So, like, it sounds so like you know cold and whatever when you say demand, but it's just like you know whatever you whatever you want to be able to do. If you can identify that, you can also identify whatever little specific adaptations, you know, um, you could make to help you get there. And so it's cool in terms of that growth zone, you know, almost thinking about a visual, you know, and this bubble that's here. And if you just get an inch of your toe into that bubble, you know, by doing something, you know, a little differently than that was a little, just a little harder, you know, um, than it was before. Uh, then that is improvement. You know, that's moving further into that growth zone. And once you've made that step, you know, like, then it's just about making sure that, yeah, you don't just stay at that spot. <laughs> but the only way you're going to keep changing is if you keep finding new demands to meet, you know, and, and it still sounds so cold when you say demand, but I just feel like it's fun when you think about, you know, terming it in your mind in terms of like, what do I like, demand of my world you know like how can i specifically change just to to meet whatever demands i have of my world i think that's super fun you know so it's definitely fine and i think i think another word for it really at the end of the day is goal right 
Like yeah. pick a goal that you want to have. Right. And I mean, it's, you know, it's, there's a few different intricacies maybe, but, but goal is at the end of the day, what people are going to work towards. Yeah. Um, so when we're talking demand, I think you can interchange goal in there uh, for sure. Yeah. Who, who'd be confused. Yeah. But so give me, give me an example in the physical world or in the personal training world of a, of a goal maybe, or a demand that you could have, or that maybe one of your clients has had that, um, that you have set them on a path to get and how they would get there. And then we'll link that up to the personal growth aspect and, and give an example of that too. Totally. Well, let's say you have somebody who wants to consistently play golf. I have a client who loves playing golf. She plays golf all the time. Um, but, uh, but you know, there are what's, some, what's, uh, maybe we shouldn't say, I was going to say, what is, is it, a, is it a her? Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know, it is. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Still going. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, and like, you know, basically there are repetitive motions in, in life, in everything, and your body learns those motions, you know, uh, and gets used to doing whatever you want it to do. Your body is amazing at doing whatever you ask it to do. But the thing is what you ask it to do, you know, and so point is that <clears throat> for this person, essentially, uh, the demand is being able to um, exhibit control with their pelvis. Because uh, the um, stability that they can get from that will will totally correlate to better golf play, um, and it'll also you know limit you know consistent pains that this person feels from that golf. So the specific adaptation that needs to be made um, is to just posturally train the muscles um, to sit in a little bit better position so that they facilitate the movement she's trying to do. Um, so the point is essentially that, know that that takes time. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like we might've been getting there. Sorry. I didn't know if you were. No, that's totally fine. Cause that's the thing. It, it markedly, like it won't happen over, you know, a day. It won't happen over a week. Like most of the, you know, distortions that happen in our bodies are created over the years that we do whatever created that distortion, you know? So it's going to, it doesn't necessarily take the same time to, to alter it but it takes some time. And so that's the point is that you don't fix something posturally like that with just one big fix. You know, it's a bunch of specific little adaptations, like getting some balance first, being able to stand in a balanced position first, and then being able to even be aware of what a neutral position feels like, because a lot of times we aren't even used to that, you know? So it's just being able to create that muscle memory and whatever, but basically like the little steps that you take, uh, this client had consistent back pain, that after taking small little steps to address mostly core issues and whatever, we were able to like start to alleviate that pain um, through that little small process. And, and honestly, she doesn't even have that much weight to use. Like when, when we work out, you know, it's not like there's a bunch of weights that she has. It's not like there, you know, we work virtually often. And, uh, and so it's like mostly, mostly paying attention to how certain things are sitting and then how we move them <laughs> uh, in, in unison. And so, uh, that's a process that can be super tedious and annoying. And that's the thing is that a person doesn't want to spend that time because you don't see the, the return right away. Um, and the, the time is what will create the return, you know? And so like, after you can continue to push through for a little while, it starts going from feeling pain to, you know, not feeling so much pain to all of a sudden now feeling like, Oh, wow. I, you know, don't even consider that pain anymore. And it used to be something that I deal with all the time. And so, um, like 
it's just being able to stick it out, you know, and, and know that the process happens by little tweaks and twerks around and, uh, and then hanging on and, and keeping in mind what the goal is, you know, if you can just remember what the goal is, uh, and keep course correcting as you go, then that's where the magic happens. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a perfect example. Um, so I will, I will take it in another direction and, and use the, um, use the personal growth and the, and the, the end goal strategy. And we'll just say totally hypothetical. Um, you know, someone wants to write the next great American novel, um, which is, which is a, a great goal to have, you know, to, to write a novel to even just to publish on Amazon. I think that's way cool. You know, so many people have things to say, but if you just start, if you just say, you know what, I want to write the next American novel, the next great American novel, and you just start writing the next day to, to your, in your plan is to write a 15, hundred page book, um, yeah. probably going to fail. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of things that you should do to get to that stage writing for sure. But you know, you should take it, take a writing class, you know, step back and say, so here's my end goal. What are these mini goals that can get me there that not only will help me to understand where I'm going and, and what I'm doing, but also I will be able to see success at, at, at multiple stages on the way because being able to see success and feel success helps you to move on. So we'll say you want to write the next the, the next American novel. You will have, um, you know, take some writing classes, maybe start to blog online, um, maybe start to write on social media just to get used to writing. Um, you know, there's like a place online where you can blog or, or write online called like Medium and there's publications that you can try to write for. You know, just start to get used to writing. Um, things like that. And then, you know, maybe maybe take a stab at a 30-page uh, Amazon novel that you can publish on Kindle. And you just t- keep taking these baby steps to get to where you want to go. And I say the next great American novel, but this can be anything. It could be a promotion for your job. You want a big promotion in your job? Like, how, what are you going to do to get there? Should you take some classes if you want to be a manager on being ma- a manager? Should you learn how to... Um, Get better at public speaking if you want to be in this position. You know, what steps can you take to logically get there and, and cross them off? And so take take your end goal. Think of how long it might take you to get there and then kind of backtrack into these baby steps, which is, is just so important. These, these, these steps that you find success along the way. And then eventually you will get to a point that you can write that novel. Now, will it be as good as a Stephen King novel? I don't know, but you know, you're putting it out there and you're trying. That's awesome. Just the fact that you got there and you're doing it, you know? Right. Well, and the other thing too is, I don't know, and you like Stephen King, so correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I doubt Stephen King has ever, has ever been like, okay, today I write the great American, you know, or today I do, you know, it's like, I feel like if you said, that's kind of like saying like, I want to get fit, you know? And it's like, okay, cool. But that means like, a ton of things you know like that means you're really good at you know olympic curling if you want to get fit at olympic curling you know that can mean anything it doesn't just mean like a six-pack and so like it's it's, too broad to just jump into it that exactly you're right even even my goal my end goal is probably too broad like what what are the genres what yeah yeah. you're right you can't just you can't just say i want to get muscular even like that's not a no have have more defined goals than that Right, because what does that mean to you, and what does muscular look like to you? And the other thing, too, I think that's cool, really cool about the American novel example, too, is just thinking about that if you just set out to write that vague thing, the great American novel, that's just like a, a notion, a concept, you know? Like, great American novels or whatever are, like, good stories, you know, that people tell. And so it's interesting thinking about how even, like, if you slow down and instead of just sitting down 
and you know starting writing that 1500 page book you 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 know take some writing classes or you know you do some research into the topic you're thinking about it's cool how that slowing down process starts to parse out more like investment on your part to what you're doing and then like by the time you do that for a long time it's probably not about writing a, the great American novel anymore. It's just about writing a cool book that you think is cool. And then that's what makes the great American novel, you know? And it's like really fun to think about that. And then, and then the awesome thing about um, where we're coming up on time here. So we're going to continue this one in the next episode, but I just want to finish this off. The awesome thing about having a big goal like that is once you get there, you create another goal off of that goal, you know? Right. Like, so yeah, your, your goal was to write this American novel and you wrote one and now you have another goal to write a better American novel or, or something. Right. So that's the awesome thing about, about doing this and getting out there and doing that. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to cut this one off here. So everyone, thanks again for joining. Uh, Ethan and I are going to continue this one on the next podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about growth zones and, and uh, comfort zones and all that good stuff and give some examples about when we've been there. And uh, yeah, so this has been a Life Next Level podcast. Ethan, say see ya. Yay, yay. <laughs> I, can, I can never be as cool as that guy. All right. <laughs> see you guys. Have a great day. Thank you again for listening to the Life Next Level podcast, where my hope is simply to give you a little inspiration for the day by reading some of my articles or by having a conversation around topics like motivation, personal growth, happiness, or mindset, all to help you live your life next level. Thank you again, and I hope you have a great day.